another podcast. It only seems a few days ago since we did the last one, but we are back again anyway. I'm Ross, and with me is Dave. Morning. You all right? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah we're, what, three days out from our last recording, but we uh, yeah. turn around this week because of work, and it's getting close to Christmas, and everything's getting a bit chaotic for me, so... Yeah, same. And, well, a lot's happened in that time, all yeah. things considered. It's been a big weekend. So um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take away the takeaways this week. We're not gonna bother those. We're just gonna do a couple of news stories, which you should well be well aware of by now. Uh, and then we're gonna hit a few questions that we got before previewing this week's games. Lots of games, obviously no buys anymore. So let's start. Let's start with uh, Mike McCarthy. That's probably the biggest story, I think. It's at least one A, I would say. Yeah, they're both pretty big, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been fired. It's been thirteen seasons as the head coach of. The Green Bay Packers. This has been coming for what two years, maybe, if not more, maybe. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think two. I think the last two years is when it's really sort of come to a head more yeah. between him and Rogers, hasn't it? I feel like they've sort of drifted apart. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Two years ago, uh, they made the championship game, but lost to the Falcons in that um, extraordinary game. But yeah, last year third in the North, and this year gone before Christmas. It is, it is strange seeing a coach fired before Christmas, a guy that's not like not won a game. Like you can understand um, Hugh getting fired, but yeah, it's in some ways I like it because it gives the team, it gives them a bit of a head start, doesn't it, on the coaching uh, search yeah. and all that sort of thing. Like some of these college coaches are going to be finished pretty soon, and they can always get a head start on that if that's the route they're going, can't they? Mm. But I, I, I figure, I think. It seemed like it was just they were waiting for either another loss or a loss like this to happen, and almost like mathematic. Well, I don't know if they're mathematically uh, out of it yet, but I mean they're as good as, aren't they? Yeah, they are as good as done, aren't they? If even if they can still mathematically get in. Yeah, four and eight in the in in the NFC, which is the the Seahawks have already got them beat in a a tiebreaker as well, which is going to make it even tougher for them to get through. Yeah, some interesting uh, names been. Linked um, for the head coaching role, I've seen John Harbaugh's name kind of floated around. That just seems such a weird route to go to me. Yeah, from the Ravens to the Packers. For me, I I would think if they're going to move on from McCarthy, they're going to want someone. It's because of Rogers, really, isn't it? And surely you get someone who's going to be a bit more, I don't know, a bit more of an offensive genius type coach than. Uh, yeah, go that route. I'd rather take. I'd rather take a chance on somebody from college, as I was saying, than uh, Harbour. That seems a weird one to me. Yeah, that seems odd. I think the favourite for me would be a guy that backed out of head coaching role last year, and uh, your OC. Yeah, he's uh, the quarterback guy, isn't he? The offensive genius in the at the Patriots. Yeah, and it's definitely a move you could see um, Daniel was taking. But again, I don't know whether he is just waiting out. Uh, Bill Belichick and he's sort of already mm. behind the scenes already got that job but yeah it'd be hard to turn down Rogers, it's a tough it? one to turn down but the Packers isn't it yeah. it's one of the most historic franchises if not the most historic franchise it's if they come a call and it's different to the Colts isn't it like he, yeah. had, he, he had luck and he had Hilton but you've got well in some people's minds the best quarterback in the game to to, to take over and to, to uh, coach for the next few years and right now it looks different turning down luck to what it was a year ago because yeah. at that time we didn't even know if luck was even going to be able to play again really no he, he hadn't had... even thrown a ball had he yeah so like right now I, I wonder if his decision would be different if it was this off season 
mm. at the Colts, whether he was taking over this, uh, like Andrew Luck and Colts team. But yeah, the Patriots, um, sorry, the Packers, they're a hard team to turn down, aren't they? And yeah, they're not not like to play the Patriots either, and <laughs> or not not for not very often are they? So yeah, yeah. that I imagine if they come calling, it'd be yeah hard for him to look away from that one. So McCarthy's been there since 06. He's had two seasons where he's not finished above 500. Um, but it's it's that one Super Bowl that stands out, isn't it? They should have won more. Yeah. And obviously winning a Super Bowl, that's great. Mm. But when you've got somebody that people, or lots of people do consider him the greatest quarterback of all time. or yeah. I think, as I've said, I think he might be the most talented, but I'm not sure he's the best. But yeah. either way, with someone that talented... How can they not have more? And it's not they've even gone to another Super Bowl, is it? It's no, never made what? more than one. The one they've yeah, gone that, to, they won. That's that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, and I know some people seem to think losing the Super Bowl is a bad thing, but getting there is a uh, better. That's sort of the Montana Brady argument, isn't it? A lot of the time, but yeah. he's uh, a beaten. But coming like losing the Super Bowl is a hot, lot better than any. Uh, f- sorry, f- failing uh, before that, but yeah, yeah, they haven't even managed that. The big game, yeah, it's um, yeah. The, the signs were there. 2014, that championship game against the Seahawks, he was incredibly defensive. He left points on the on the field, like getting to the three or four yard line twice and just kicking field goals. When you yeah. could, have, could have pounded it in or at least backed us right up. And the way they crumbled in the second half in overtime, it was the signs were there. The season after, lost to the Cardinals in the division game, which was that was an entire season on the back of Rogers, wasn't it? He was just launching jump balls. Yeah, what I seem to remember for that entire season, basically. Yeah, and there was um, what was it three, four years ago now? The one with uh, Des Bryant's catch. Mm. They probably should have lost that one, shouldn't they? And yeah. that was another game that they probably should have gone out. Well, that that's that first round of the playoffs. Yeah, sort of lose yeah. track of where it was now. But yeah, yeah, it must be because the Roman won one at a playoff game. So yeah. yeah, it's. But this season, I'm not sure it's all on McCarthy. To be honest, I think Rogers is probably going to get a pass from a lot of people, but he has not been good. No. He, or at least not been good for him anyway. No, I don't think you know. He's, it's he's, he's see his his players dropped off from what it was last season certainly. And I don't I don't know that a bit of that is a bit like what we talked with Bortles where the rest of the team are almost just like oh just it's like almost like it's hard to even try because he's so bad. Yeah. And maybe Rogers is so disillusioned with McCarthy that he's, he's not playing to his best or well, isn't motivated that came to. Out the but... weekend that Rogers was doing going his business for himself. He was just calling the plays. He was ignoring the plays that were called for him. And that, and again, I think Rogers probably won't get as much criticism for that as he probably deserves because he's still your head coach and yeah, you nice still you don't respect him seemingly. Yeah, you've still got to go and call the play or do, play the calls that he was calling for you. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation, mm. but yeah, I think this has been a long time coming and it's sort of quite exciting to see what the Packers can become and sort of some of them uh, Rogers arguments sort of about how like where he actually sits in like history mm. I think we'll sort of see a few of them answered over these next couple of seasons when he actually gets a different coach and yeah well, he's, 30, he's 35 now. now do you see him going as long as Brady <laughs> I think he's got more injuries isn't he yeah I would say quarterbacks on the whole are just going to go on longer and longer yeah. now I think there's like, all the sort of behind the scenes stuff is helping them to go on longer and longer so I think I think he's got at least what five seasons in him if not a little bit more than that. He, he doesn't look old, does he? He's not like he's looking an old 35 right now. He's... No. 
I'm a year younger than him, and I look a lot older than he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm five years younger, and yeah, I look older, I can tell you that. <laughs> so there's another big news story from this weekend. Um, Kareem Hunt has been suspended by the league and released by the Chiefs. I was shocked that they just straight up released him, just like that. Like I'm, I'm pleased that they did that because what he's done is reprehensible and doesn't deserve another chance in the league. If it's incredibly similar to what Ray Rice did, and you've not seen him for years now, didn't get another chance. The, the big, pro- the big problem I have with that is I think Ray Rice was on his way out anyway. Yes, he was. He was and I, definitely on the downturn. And I think it's sort of the league almost taking it like this moral stand when really it was more just because you know. Yeah. I mean. He probably wasn't that great anymore anyway, where... He was living off look, of a playoff game against the Patriots, for me. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, I did like him, but yeah, I think that was more convenient that it happened when it happened in his career. Mm. But, like, the, the, and another pro- like, I don't actually mind Hunt getting another job and getting another chance. It's more when players like that are lauded as heroes. Mm. Like, if the Chiefs win this year... Tyreek Hill is going to be one of the heroes of that team. Yes. And I have such a big problem with it because mm. well, the, the Chiefs, it's, all, it's so good that they're taking this um, sort of no-nonsense policy and all this. But they've got someone who literally, he admitted that he sat on his girlfriend and repeatedly yeah. punched her in the stomach. Uh, yeah, his pregnant girlfriend, pregnant. sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's so, hideous. Yeah. And it's just sort of forgotten about because it was before he played for the Chiefs. So it's that's that's the side of it that I don't really get and like I don't really have a problem with him playing in the league it's more just the fact that it's just forgotten and like Adrian Peterson all his stuff with beating up his kid and yeah he's still but, not uh, seemingly so- actually sorry for that either and no. still thinks what he did was right which is well, just a, a couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago he said he still does it yeah but for some because there's no video it's <laughs> oh it's, it's not such a big deal but yeah that's more my issue with it than the actual obviously the whole stuff with Hunt is horrendous and I'm not saying what he did was right but it's more in terms of like playing in the league again, yeah, he he'll get another chance. Or, yeah, because definitely. he's young enough, he's good enough, and yeah. and then they, that's what matters for these football teams. He might get suspended for a year or something, but it's almost like he served his time and yeah. go again. And okay, I don't really have a massive problem with that. It's more just don't lord these players as some sort of great great people, and like let's not forget that they are. Pretty despicable human beings. Yeah, exactly. As well. Yeah, the the, the Tariq Hunt, uh, Tariq Hunt, Tariq Hill thing is it, it's almost as if well, it happened before he got to us, so it's not our problem. As long as he's yeah. there while we're here, then we're fine with it. It's, it's the same with um, Frank Clark at the Seahawks. He had some off-field issues with uh, that sort of stuff, and it, it it divided a lot of Seahawks fans when we drafted him. Like because John yeah. Schneider always said we won't draft players with this sort of background, but does the talent overcome the, the background and it seemingly is for players like Hill and probably will for Hunt as well yeah and so, someone like Mixon as well it's almost yeah. like the punishment is just that they go a little bit later in the draft isn't it and yeah. that's not really much of a punishment is it but <laughs> yeah so it's almost like yeah we'll take a moral stand but oh, it's worth it now so <laughs> you know it's and I, I do get that to a point it's just more I feel like a lot of the stuff the NFL teams and the NFL do is just like just PR. Yeah. I don't think they act if they actually if it actually come down to it, the Chiefs wouldn't have released him, I don't think. It's just I think they'd have faced a backlash and it's just oh, we'll just do it to look better. Where I don't think they actually wanted to, really. 
No, because he's been one of the best running backs in the league this year and yeah. last year, and someone is going to get themselves a bargain next year on a player with a questionable background, but on the field, an incredibly talented running back. And if if your team signs him, the fans seem to quickly forget once he's scored a few touchdowns and mm. stuff, don't they? It's Yeah, I, I have a, such a weird feeling about it all because, yeah, it's not that what they do, it's just yeah the hero status with a lot of them. and Yeah. Yeah, so the Hill one... Because it's the Chiefs as well is the one that sort of really stands out to me because, yeah, like, oh yeah, we're we're no we're zero like zero tolerance. We're mm-hmm. we're take none of this, but we've we've got him. We drafted him a couple of years ago, and that's fine. Yeah, and his is probably worse. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's, it's despicable. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, they're they're all bad, but yeah, Hills was particularly uh, particularly bad, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah, it, it's a weird subject, isn't it? Because. Obviously, nobody nobody agrees with it, and nobody thinks it's right or anything like that. But yeah, it's yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really think about it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Where, where do you think he will end up then? Just to top your head quick. I, I really don't know because I thought somebody might end up claiming on waivers. You know, sort of it... Ruben Foster, well, the Redskins with yeah. no no problems. Like I, I do wonder if that one hadn't happened because the, like, the Redskins got a bit of a backlash, didn't they? I do yeah. wonder if. If that one hadn't happened, then maybe things might have ended up a little differently. I but right now, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I thought somebody, you know, like a, a GM that's pretty safe or a head coach that's pretty safe in their job can mm. sort of afford a bit of a a bit of a backlash for a few weeks before it's quickly forgotten. Like all these things are in the NFL, aren't they? The only team I saw even rumored were the Eagles, which would make sense. They've got no running game really. They're relying on uh, rookies and undrafted players. And on the whole, their fan base is quite. Yeah. Quite weird, isn't it, compared to a lot of other, or quite different to other fan bases. And I think they probably could have got away with that after the Super Bowl last year and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah they're the, they're the sort of team that could take him. Yeah, which would be, a, a, he'd be an interesting player on that team. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah oh, we'll, yeah. We'll it's, see where that goes next yeah. year. Yeah, because there's so much else that goes into it away from, obviously, now just from being a good player, isn't there? So it's hard oh. to really know who will go for him. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some slightly better topics anyway. Let's yeah. go to uh, yeah. your questions you sent us. Um, I want to start with this one from Cheap Heat, um, who's at AFCCB1079 on Twitter. Who has been the biggest fancy letdown at each position? And he goes QB, uh, QB wide receiver, running back, and tight end. So who's been the biggest letdown at uh, quarterback this season, though, for you? Fancy-wise, anyway. I guess, I guess it might be Tom Brady. Because... He was drafted sort of, I don't know, top five. He would have been QB, especially in QBs, yeah. Yeah, nearly every league is going to be one of the top five, isn't he? Somewhere, probably a bit higher than that as well. And his numbers haven't been great. I think he's played a little bit better than his numbers have suggested, to be honest. I think his touchdown numbers have been down, but that's just sort of just the way the games have gone more than anything. But yeah, I don't think he's sort of lit it up numbers-wise. And yeah, I think that's a disappointment. I guess Rogers maybe because he would have been going as the first QB for a lot of in a lot of drafts, wouldn't he? And yes. his numbers haven't been incredible, have they? Just looking at the the Yahoo standings currently, fan, uh, fancy quarterbacks and points they've got this season. Yeah, Rogers is tenth in that list there. Um, Brady's fifteenth currently. Yeah, and that's disappointing. From what if if you were taking them where they were being taken in most drafts, you were expecting them to be solid for you and. Yeah, you're gonna yeah gonna be pretty safe, and they haven't really been that, have they? Think, Maybe um, Deshaun Watson. Has yeah, he been Deshaun a bit? Watson's been he's he's quite down there as well. But um, 
one name that's standing out for me right down the list is uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. He's yeah, he's, well down this list. Yeah, I forget about Stafford, but he's genu- generally quite a solid fantasy quarterback, isn't he? Even when he's not necessarily playing the best football, you can uh, put up some fantasy points. He's thrown 18 touchdowns to 11 interceptions this year. That is terrible. Yeah, that's especially for somebody like him who is... He's, he's who a tends fantasy to be, player, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's like a rich man's Blake Bortles almost, <laughs> isn't he? Where he's going to put up yeah. lots of points, but he actually sort of might win a few games. Yeah. Uh, in terms of kind of flipping that question around, un- underrated fantasy QBs, I've got a plump for my boy Russell Wilson. He's got twenty nine touchdowns to five interceptions this year. Yeah, he's been really good. solid. Yeah, I think there's a few. Um, Obviously, yeah, I think Andrew Luck. Luck. Yeah, Luck. yeah, Luck. But I think probably. his, I think his is a bit of a different situation, isn't it? His was more of a just a. I think when you were taking him, you knew it was an upside pick, didn't you? You knew if he yeah. was healthy, then he was going to be good. Um, yeah, I can't think who else, really, off the top of my head. I guess Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, Mahomes is one, Big Ben's two, Drew Brees is three, Jared Goff is four. That still, for me, is just all down to scheme. It's not down to quarterback. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, think he, I think he has played well. In fairness to him, but yeah, I, I'm not sure he's like he is a top five quarterback or anything. I think I think he's a good, solid quarterback, but yeah, yeah maybe not quite that good. Uh, I guess Ben. I imagine Ben was taken quite a way down in drafts this year. Yeah, pretty late, especially in... Uh... Our league's ruined. Yeah, he was not a he was not a high pick. Um, wide receiver, watch who's been the most disappointing. Um, I guess Amari Cooper. He has one game a year. That he <laughs> yeah, up. maybe one that there was a lot of buzz coming out uh, coming into the season about was um, Chris Hogan, and he is yeah he's been very underwhelming. I think I think he was one of them. If you listen to any like fancy podcasts and that sort of stuff, then mm. I think quite a lot would have had him as a bit of a, a sneaky pick, sort of someone who can get a lot of volume with Edelman out and sort of all that sort of side of things. And he has yeah. Yeah, been very underwhelming. Um, Jarvis Landry, maybe? He hasn't been... Yeah, I thought he'd be a lot higher than he actually is. Like He still has a lot of targets, but he's not scoring that many points. Yeah, and... Um, oh, was it uh, Cameron Meredith for the Saints? He's, he he's barely even been on the field. Pick of the season, he was. Yeah. He's and he's be- Ray, isn't he? Yeah, he's... <laughs> Is yeah, he's not had a good season. No, Sammy Watkins. But then Sammy yeah, Watkins, Watkins is giving you what Sammy Watkins does at this point. Yeah, I think Watkins just is what he is, isn't he? He's <laughs> gonna have some games and yeah, he's, he's a bit Amari Cooperish in that way, isn't he? He's gonna have a few big games and there's not a lot in between. No. Uh running back wise. I mean the majority of them have not played or been injured, but I guess Bell. If uh He's gotta be, yeah. But yeah, I guess, I guess if you're ruling him out, someone who's actually played. Um, <laughs> Fournette? Yeah, Fournette. I think um, Carlos Hyde, but that was more just because of the circumstances more than him. Because he was playing, he was a really solid fantasy quarterback for, I don't know, when did he get traded? Week eight? Something like that. Uh, and then. Yes. Yeah, then as soon as he got traded, he was basically. You could just drop him. Cause, yeah, I dropped yeah, him he immediately because he was never going to get yeah. special ball. Yeah, it's been a few. Uh, I guess Dalvin Cook, but that's been injuries again, hasn't it? Um, yeah. Well, I guess Derek Henry. How am I forgetting Derek Henry in that one? Yeah, he's got 86 points this year in fantasy. And he was going in, what, top five rounds in most drafts? He was probably gone by then, sometimes a bit higher. Yeah, he's got 86 points. Philip Lindsay's got 205 points. <laughs> I think Kenyon Drake's the other one, isn't he? he yeah, I, thought, I felt like he was going to have by Frank Gore this year. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird because I feel like when Drake's got the ball, he's done quite well, but they just don't seem to like it very much, and I don't really get why. But it's, it's yeah. fantasy running backs are so weird. Unless you get one of the top five, it, it, you just you just got to get lucky. 
Yeah, it's just take a chance on some players down the list and yeah. hope to hit on a couple of them, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a hope, odd one. Hope to hit your Philip Lindsay's and your James Connors and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, tight end. It's been a, a disastrous position this year, really, for fantasy players. I think just all of them, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, Bar Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. Everyone and probably else. George Kittle as well. George Kittle's been a good, solid yeah. uh, fantasy uh, tight end, hasn't he? The top but... five are Kelsey, Ertz, uh, Eric Ebron, making a reappearance in the top five, first time ever. George Kittle and Jared Cook. Yeah, and Cook's been all right, because <laughs> I feel like I've owned him on a few teams, but he's he's not exactly been one you can rely on week to week. No, so. he's not blowing it up, but he's got a fair few touchdowns. Yeah, but he's I a horrendous take... position tight end, isn't he? he? Is. I always take Jordan Reed, and he's stayed healthy this year, and he's got 110 points, which is serviceable for a tight end. Yeah, you'd take it for a tight end, wouldn't you, really? it's Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's one of them going into next year. I might be considering taking tight end really early in a lot of leagues, because if you can get an Ertz, it's such a big advantage over... Ertz or Kelsey is such a big advantage over the rest of the league, especially with Gronk now. Well, I'm not even sure he'll be playing next year. So, Well, yeah, Gronk's got 93 points, but Carl Rudolph, who's been around all season, 90, 97 points. Travis yeah, Kelsey, 251 points. Yeah, such a big jump, isn't it? Such an advantage if you can get one of them. So yeah, that might be like one of my... Uh, it's just a massive drop-off. Yeah. I feel, I feel that might be one of my fantasy things next year. Just go go early on tight end. Go and, tight end early and get one of the big yeah. Defensive wise, can... obviously the Jags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as we said before on this podcast, uh, they were taken thirteenth overall in one of the one of the uh, mega leagues. So they got yeah. ninety nine points this year. And yeah, they have not been good, have they? Well, they've had a couple of games, haven't they? But on the whole, they have been massively yeah. underwhelming. Miami have got fifty points more than the Jags' defense. <laughs> of course, they have. Everyone saw that coming. <laughs> Uh, so, GP also asked us a few other questions. Um, let's take this one about the draft. Uh, why don't the NFL <laughs> run their draft as a lottery like the NBA? Is it because it's a rubbish idea? <laughs> uh, we're both um, in agreement on this. We think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the lottery. I, I like anything that... Like the NBA lottery, I think it just adds another thing to the draft yeah. and all that sort of things. And I think anything that makes it a bit more interesting. Like I'm sure teams wouldn't overly want it because, you know, it's easier if you, you finish last, you get the top pick. But, yeah, I, I like it. I like the uh, the lottery. And, well, yeah, and... look, how we are, look at where we are this year. You've got two teams that are 2-9 and nine now, Raiders and 49ers, and you've got the, the Cardinals at 3-8, and eight, I think. Yeah. They, in the NBA, they'd all have pretty much an equal chance of getting that first pick, and it's all down to just a, the draw of a ball. Yeah. It's and... more fun. Yeah, and for like people that don't know how the NBA one works, basically the wor- the lower you finish, the more chance you've got. You get more, basically more balls in the lottery. Essentially, yeah. you get more chance of getting the first pick. Is basically the gist of it. And yeah, I think it's just another yeah another thing that adds yeah, adds a bit of intrigue to it and mm. makes it yeah just makes it a bit more fun. And yeah, so this this question happens to be about our fantasy league again. <laughs> so we we tend to get a lot of questions about uh, this fantasy league in particular. Uh, the one that I'm in with uh, with the uh, with David who asked the question. Right. So yeah, but, uh, we, yeah, we're talking about adding it to our league, but yeah, it might get voted down. But I think it's a, a nice addition if you uh, play fantasy with the same sort of people every year. Just something different to just go in reverse order or whatever you do in your league. Yeah, it so, mix it up. Yeah, I think, yeah. Anything that just makes, especially fantasy. I mean, anything that makes it more fun. Just yes, do it. Definitely. Fantasy, fantasy is fun. It's not supposed to be 
too serious and yeah just just go for it yeah exactly uh question from facebook then to mix it up as a seahawks fan i didn't think this season was going to be as successful but i'm pleasantly surprised who has been the standout differences for you dj fluker and chris carson have been brilliant for me and that's from elliot roberts um he's, he's definitely right about dj fluker he was kind of maligned as a pickup when we signed him in the off season for a very very cheap deal but he's been an absolute beast on that offensive line who's now pulled his hamstring and could miss a couple of weeks, but we'll get by. Um, Chris yeah. Carson was great last year. He's been uh, in limited time, and he's been uh, great again this year. They're really two difference makers, apart from Bob Wagner, who is, as I've said before, the best linebacker in football, and he proved again this week with just an uh, almost a perfect game. Forced a fumble, uh, recovered a fumble, uh, a 99 pick six return, a 99 yard pick six return, and just he was getting hits on Nick Mullins constantly throughout that game. To me, I, I think the draft picks are mate. There's been a few they've hit on as well, haven't there? Mm-hmm. The Griffins and a couple of us in there that have yeah. really made a difference. And I think getting rid of some of them older players like that were fantastic for the Seahawks. But yeah, I, I, I think we spoke about earlier this season. They had almost got a little stale, hadn't it? And I think just freshening things up a little there has sort of made it. It feels a little bit more like the old Seahawks again, where I think for a season or two it sort of got away from that a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that was the main thing, getting rid of the guys that have become too big for the dressing room. And nothing gave me more pleasure than the score being 43-16 or whatever it was and seeing Richard Sherman sat on the sidelines looking incredibly miserable with his defensive (laughs) teammates. Taking his gloves off as Bobby Wagner returned the ball for 99 yards for a touchdown. It... It was fantastic. It made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and just on this, while the media were reporting that Wilson didn't target Sherman, I'm pretty sure he threw a touchdown on Sherman twice. And also, Bobby Wagner, uh, uh, Doug Baldwin, beat him for like a 15 yard gain as well. So, <laughs> thought I'd get that in there. <laughs> uh, a question from uh, J. Alex Murphy on Twitter. What was your take on Baker Mayfield coming back from his horrible first half? Um, to his pretty decent second. Is it a sign of someone who can adjust quickly or because the day, the game is pretty much dead at that point? So he threw three picks in the first half? Yeah. Three pr- he had a Almost really identical bad as well. Yeah, that, it was not a good first half. No. I mean, obviously it's good that you come back and had a good solid second half, but I mean, I think we've seen it before and as I've talked many times about like Blake Bortles and garbage time, mm. It, it gets a lot easier when a team, the team you're playing, or when your team's like 21 points down or whatever they were at the time. Yeah. Because yeah, defenses do ease up on you, don't they? They're not going to be playing well, quite so hard. You've got such a big lead. Yeah, and yeah, obviously it's good that he came back and sort of turned things around. But I think I said last week that I mean he had a few good games against some pretty bad defenses, and mm. I think this one was it was it was always going to come back to earth a little because. That Texans defense is a hell of a lot different to the Bengals or the Falcons or whoever else it is they played. Oh, the Buccaneers yeah, a bit. Defense. Yeah, and yeah, I think he very much looked like a rookie again, didn't he? Yeah. What do you think overall in his, his season? Is he? I think he's probably been worth the first pick, hasn't he? Or would <sighs> would Barkley have been the one to go one for you? I mean, I'm never ever taking a running back first, but I would say Barkley has been the best offensive player. Yeah, but. Uh, I think I think we've seen enough from Mayfield to think he was worth the first pick, but I'm not quite ready to sort of crown him as 
going to be elite like some it almost feels like some have yeah I, I think he's got a chance to be and I think he still can be but yeah and look all the stuff like the Hugh Jackson stuff after that game I don't really like it that much no it's not sort of in that sort of all like you know grumpy old man he should just be respectful but I think he's a young quarterback sort of like sort of earn your earn yeah. your place before you start talking shit about your old coach the one who sort of brought you into the league and yeah, give you that chance petty. like he might not have been the best coach but you don't have to like properly disparage his character and stuff yeah and yeah. and I do quite enjoy that stuff as a fan but so when I'm looking at a player I think it's quite immature and mm. yeah you like you would a lot obviously this is different but you wouldn't see Brady of do, doing that or no breeze or any, anyone like that. yeah any of the, yeah any of these other good quarterbacks we've had over the years you wouldn't really see any of them doing that sort of stuff and Obviously, yeah. like as a fan, it's quite fun to see someone do that and yeah. be a bit of a character. But it's not our team, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not very professional, is it? And I don't think it's necessarily the best sign in a young quarterback. No, no, I think he, I think he's played well. I think he's yeah, Barkley has definitely been the best player. Um, yeah, from the first round draft offensively, but yeah, I think of all the, the quarterbacks, I think Josh Allen's a lot more fun just because you don't don't really know what he's going to do. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure Alan's the sort of quarterback I like on another team. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want him being my quarterback, not at all. But yeah, I want him in the league, but just not on my team. Yeah, um, I've not really seen enough of Josh Rosen, but he got a win this week against Green Bay, so fair play to him. I, I, I like Rosen. I think he's quite a solid quarterback, but I don't think he's necessarily. I don't think he's ever going to be top ten or anything yeah. like that in the league. I think he's destined to be sort of a a solid starter. Yeah. Maybe Andy Dalton, Alex Smith, sort of level that sort of thing. Where Perfect on the right, so, that's it. yeah, on the right <laughs> season he can do well enough, but I'm not sure he's ever going to be sort of. Yeah, he's not going to be great. I don't think. No, but, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, it, it's so it's it's so early in their careers, isn't it? There's a lot can change for you now, and well, even next year a lot <laughs> can change. But yeah, at this yeah. stage, yeah, I think Mayfield's definitely the uh, best quarterback out of this bunch so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, should we talk about this week's games? Yeah, yeah. Let's Got do it. To Thursday night football: Jags at Titans. Get excited for this one. Um, the the Jags coming off a six nothing win with Cody Kessler at quarterback against the the Colts this week. God, I don't know how this happened. That has put a dent in the luck for MVP race, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone messaged on us on Twitter. I saw, but uh, yeah, he's a joke. My, my camp- <laughs> yeah, I just want to make my my campaign was for next season. So <laughs> you know, we're, we're still on we're still on luck twenty nineteen. He so, threw fifty two you know. passes in this game. Yeah, it's that is mental. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, we just d- didn't see this coming. Who, who knew that Cody Kessler could inspire a team so much? <laughs> Cody Kessler, who threw eighteen passes for one hundred and fifty yards, yeah. uh, no interceptions and no touchdowns. Yeah, it was yeah not a good game. It was a game that did not appear on Game Pass once, I don't think. No, two field goals and that was it. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not. I know this one's on Thursday, but if this was on Sunday, I'm not sure we'd be seeing much of it again. (laughs) This is that sort of game, isn't it? Yeah. So, how do you think this game is going to go? The the Titans got a win after being down for most of the game last week. They're now six and six. It's in Tennessee. I mean, they they keep sticking around the Titans, don't they? I don't know how. <laughs> I watch the games. I don't think they play very well in a lot of these games. But they win. They're somehow six and six, and yeah, yeah, get a win here, and they're right in that wild card race, which 
feels mad to me, but they 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 are there, and yeah. Yeah, this is a big one for them. Mario has thrown just just over two thousand yards this season, eleven oh, touchdowns I, and seven interceptions. That's not good enough. He's just underwhelming, I would say. I think he's yeah. I think yeah. I'm off the I'm off of Mario. I'm I'm out sort of thing. I think I think he's not a great quarterback to be honest. I, I don't think he can ever be a great quarterback in this league. I just don't think his no. style can you can, he can sustain it and play well enough. To no, actually ever be it's a shame because I was really, really excited about him coming out and Jameis for that matter. Both of them, I thought, yeah. were going to take the lead by storm, and I don't think either of them have really hit the heights I think they can do. But yeah, two thousand yards, eleven touchdowns, seven interceptions—that isn't anywhere near good enough for Week Thirteen. No, and um, this Titans team, there's a lot of talent on it, and it doesn't need to be amazing for them to do well. I think and... there's a lot of talent on the defense. Yeah. Offensively, on... outside of Lewis and Corey Davis, I'm not really sure. But there's a lot of investment in that offensive line, isn't there? And yeah, say true. You've got two two running backs that you would, like coming into this season, you would expect them to be one of the best hmm. sort of tandems there. And they've underwhelmed. And, yeah, yeah the whole thing touchdowns just... between them. It's just a touchdown-less team, really. Yeah, they're, they're just such an underwhelming team overall, aren't they? <laughs> like... The whole way through, and it feels like they've always been that way for as long as I can remember. Right now, it's it's a shame. <sighs> I remember the, the two and fourteen seasons, and they they are better than that. But yeah, they're kind it's... of stuck in the the purgatory of just the middle of the league at the minute. I think. Yeah, and that it feels like under Mariota, that's just where they're destined to be for quite some time. Yeah, it's a bit. shame, but they're going to win this game, aren't they? Because Cody Kessler's going to start again. I think. Well, you, you've. You can't see him, even if Kessler's better, you still can't see him scoring too many more points unless they're defensive scores, can you? So if the Titans could get to something like 14 points, then you'd be uh, fancying them to win that game. The last two times these teams have played, um, New Year's Eve last year, 10 to 15 uh, in favour of the Titans, and uh, they played on the 23rd of September this year, uh, 9 6 in favour of the Titans. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like it's heading that game, is it? No, this. <laughs> It's going to be another Thursday night classic, isn't it? We've had some <laughs> bad ones, haven't we? This well, season. we follow that up with a Sunday night classic, Jets versus Bills in <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Three yeah. and nine Jets take on the four and eight Buffalo Bills. This um, is... These two met on the 11th of November, so just a few weeks ago. The Bills put 41 on the Jets. <laughs> it's... Oh, this is just... It's not going to be a good game, is it? Because, well... <laughs> how can it be? But, I mean... The Bills have got to be quite strong favourites, haven't they? Which well, yeah. seems crazy to me. But they are the better team, I suppose. They've got be- uh, they've got a better unit than anything that the Jets have got combined. I think. Yeah, I think comfortably the Bills as well. Yeah. Is the best unit in this game by a mile. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a classic, I don't think. But no, no. I think that that Bills team is sort of playing to win, isn't? Aren't they? Where the Jets, it's just a bit. Just going through the motions, so it feels weird. like. They're such a weird yeah. team. Like, they had the lead all the way through the Titans game last week and then, and then like 30 seconds ago they give it up. And It felt like that's what they wanted to happen all the time. I think they want to get another really high pick to put with Darnold. But you can't be seen to be trying to actively lose games. So No, and it's such a weird situation where I feel like everyone knows now that um, Todd Bowles is going to be out there, isn't he? And it's really weird that he's not been fired. McCarthy's been fired before Todd Bowles has. 
Yeah, that feels the sort of situation where they should be going for just get the coach, do do it now, get it over and done with, and yeah. sort of just move on now because he's been a dead man walking for yeah like a month easily now, hasn't he? Yeah. They've, he's been he's been dead, and yeah, I think just get him out of there and just move on. But I suppose from now there's no point is there to go to the end of the season. But yeah, yeah. They're a pretty uninspiring team, aren't they, at the moment, the Jets? Yeah, talk about two other uninspiring teams. The Giants take on the Mark Sanchez-Washington Redskins. Colt McCoy broke his leg last night. Um, they've not had much luck, have they, with leg injuries, these Redskins quarterbacks? No. And two of them down with broken legs now. Yeah, that's it's, it's pretty bad luck, isn't it? Eli versus Sanchez in 2018, Dave. Get excited about this. <laughs> I mean, I am sort of excited. <laughs> I always like seeing Sanchez in the league because, you know, it's just something interesting about him. And yeah. as a Patriots fan, he was sort of our our enemy for a couple yeah, of years, wasn't he? There? Where he was superb. Yeah, him and Rex sort yeah. of ruined it for us. But <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of do quite like that Sanchez in the league, especially now when it doesn't really matter. Just sort of get him in for a few games. Yeah, Probably makes them a bit more interesting. He'll throw some touchdowns, he'll throw some picks, he'll run around yeah. a little bit. Eli, um, I don't know. I still like this Giants team. They're 4 and 8. I think they they are a good team there. It's yeah. just the quarterback, isn't it? Yeah, he's the only thing <laughs> that's them down. Yeah, if they if they had a quarterback this year, I'm not even not even necessarily drafted one. Say they'd signed I don't know Tyrod Taylor or someone this this off or last off season, they'd be so interesting right now. They they'd be, be right leading, in that race. They'd be leading yeah. east, I think, if they had Tyrod. Yeah, <laughs> especially the way it's shaken out. Where sort of what's what the Cowboys seven and five now, sort of uh, that yeah. and. They'd be right in that running, and any team with Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley are interesting. There's no way they can't be really as there, but it's unfortunate that Beckham is the best quarterback in the entire state of New York. <laughs> <laughs> On both teams well, included, he, he for a 49-yard bomb this week. I don't remember the last time I saw Eli Manning throw it that deep. <laughs> throw it that far, certainly. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was that was a great play, wasn't it? And, he did it so well, didn't he? Like he let it develop, run, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he did it so well. Just, I mean, would anyone moan if we if they just went crazy and just sort of lots of direct snaps to Beckham and Barkley the rest of the season? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be all in for that. I would watch the oh, entire games on Game Pass because it would be so much fun. So I've never seen Barkley throw a ball, but if he can throw it fifteen yards, that's good enough for me. Just get them two in. Just I go wildcat further than Eli again. Yeah, I I, I would uh, definitely take that bet. We're in slightly derogatory to the Giants. They were they were up on the the, the Bears this week, and they beat the Bears. They put a thirty on that defense. It's pretty good. Well, yeah, they are. That's I mean, I think there there is a good team in there, but it's just they just need some. Well, we know what the big change they need is, and it's got to come this offseason, season, isn't it? They can't talk themselves into another. That's that's the thing. If they have a good finish this season, are they going to manage to talk themselves? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, how can they? Because, but as well, like the New York media, they still love Eli. Yeah. I imagine it feels like the fans still love Eli. So, I think within that organization, they could probably sell it. And he got, oh, he got two rings. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, I, I get having respect for him, but you've got to move on. And surely this, surely he he can see it himself, can't he? That yes. Yeah. I think back. he needs to do the favourable thing here and just retire. Like, to yeah. just take the decision out of their hands, just walk away from it. Yeah, and it feels like it'd be a good time for him to go, wouldn't it? But mm. I'm not convinced. See, sorry, in, this, in this Bears game, we saw a uh, Hicks touchdown. Yeah, the return of the fridge. 
<laughs> yeah, it's always nice to see the big guys going in, isn't it? Yeah, he just rumbled over that line, only for a yard, but he was incredibly happy with himself. Um, who's who's going to win this one? Um, Redskins. I'm going to say Giants. Yeah, I think you've got to go Giants. I think this Redskins team, especially with Sanchez at quarterback now, there's not exactly uh, tons there is there to get excited about. No. Um, Saints at Bucks next. This start of the season uh, the first game for both teams this year and the Bucks won 48-40 let's have a rematch of this shall we because that was a hell of a game <laughs> yeah and uh, <laughs> like, I've actually thought Winston's played quite well these last couple of weeks he's done alright isn't he yeah I think I think he's secured his spot as the quarterback there yeah. with whoever the next head coach is I think... put on a real team performance this week against the, uh, the Panthers who are just tumbling down that mountain they lost again they're 6-6 six and six now the Bucks 5-7 and seven, just a game back yeah, they're, they're keeping themselves in there, aren't they? I think I don't think they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but they are. They're still just about in play, aren't they, to make it? But yeah, you never know. If they upset the Saints again, then I mean, I, I'm, obviously, I'm not picking the Buccaneers. <laughs> but if they can, then all of a sudden they're quite interested, aren't they, in that playoff race? Well, the Saints didn't turn up against Dallas last week. No, ten and... points. Yeah, and all the teams that are in them playoff spots keep losing, don't they? The Vikings, the Panthers. Um, who else even in there? Well, the, the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Seahawks <laughs> are almost sort of pulling away, aren't they? Safe, and then yeah, yeah then the teams around it they do keep dropping games. So uh, yeah. I never know. Go three and one over these last uh, four weeks, and <laughs> you never know, do you? The eight wins might. I mean, I don't think it will, but you never know. It could do. You've got. Six seed currently is the Vikings six five and one. Um, then you've got the Panthers six and six, Eagles six and six, Redkins six and six, Bucks five and seven. The Packers are not out of this at four and seven. Which four is, seven and one, sorry. I mean, I can't see them doing it, but yeah, you've got to think one of like the Panthers or Vikings will win a few games. But the Panthers have still got to play the Saints twice. Oh God! I think the Vikings have got a tough couple of games. I think they've still got the Bears and the Packers, maybe, or they've got. I think the, they've. They've got the Seahawks this week, Dolphins, Lions and Bears. Yeah, Lions no, that's be easy. No, that's not a walkover in any of them, is it? <laughs> and, oh, yeah, maybe maybe they can. Maybe eight wins is enough in this division. Which <laughs> Redskins surely Giants, something. Jags, Titans and Eagles. And even with Sanchez, two, win, two wins there. But she's right. I mean, I feel yeah, like the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers sneaking in would probably be more fun than some of the other teams. It would. Gonna... It definitely would. Yeah. We've got the Saints, Ravens, Cowboys, and Falcons. That's pretty tough, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough run, isn't it? But again, beat the Saints. The others are all beatable. There is a there is a sort of. I think there is a route there for them. Panthers need that's to a... win three of these last four games. They've got the Browns, the Saints twice, and the Falcons. That is tough. That sixty is up for grabs between one of yeah. five teams currently. That that Buccaneers win last week opened everything up, didn't it? Because yeah. I, I think you can almost, I think you can put the Seahawks in now. I think I've mean, got a ninety nine percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, and then yeah, the other one, who knows? Yeah, say all of them have got tough runs there. Yeah, somebody's going to have to go on a somebody's going to go on a run, aren't they? I imagine and yeah. nick it. But yeah, I don't know who that is because all of them are losing games right now. It's fun. It's really fun. yeah. <laughs> Um, you've got to take the Saints though Saints at home uh, oh yeah well, Saints are on the road but I'd still take them in this one yeah a big bounce back game for them I think I think this could be one where they uh, yeah. come out and put 50 something up 
Uh, another team that could feasibly put 50 on another team this week is the Patriots. They travel to Miami. Um, just, just, just finish this Miami team off, please. They're still hanging around. Really don't want, don't want them to make the playoffs. Six and six but currently. Historically, this has been a bit of a weird fixture for Brady and the Patriots, isn't it? This has been one of them games we seem to lose, just for no real reason a lot of time. And uh, I. I don't want to lie. Well, I'd rather have not even said this, but I sort of feel sneakily good about this Patriots team. They're nine and three. You've got, um, you've got TB1K on the quarterback, the Russian legend that is Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great at the uh, end of that game when he was kneeling down and made sure he didn't lose a yard <laughs> to keep his thousand yard uh, career. That uh, needs to be a stat that's taken off because that's not. Oh, that's, that's not fair. Dreadful, isn't it? I, I, I imagine he's lost about 4,000 yards from needing <laughs> down Brady. So, yeah, I think he's a good 5,000-yard rusher. Probably one of the best Russian quarterbacks you've ever seen. <laughs> Underrated. Yeah. I mean, he, is a, he is, might be the best uh, QB sneaker. <laughs> like, he, well, he is yeah. great at that. Him and Breeze but, are two underrated yeah. guys at getting that yard. But, yeah, this... I feel good about this team. I think they're getting healthier. I think the defense is playing a lot better now. I think there's a good pass rush. Yeah. Somehow we found that, and yeah, I've got a sneak. I feel good about this Patriots team, but I'm not going to like call a Super Bowl win. Even though I think I might have after like week two. I think I might have uh, said the Patriots are winning it all, but <laughs> yeah, I feel good about the Patriots team, and I think they go in and handle the Dolphins pretty easily. Yeah, shouldn't be any problems with this one. Um, no. Ravens at Chiefs. This is a good game. It. Well, I don't know. Lamar Jackson is effective, but I don't know if he can hang with the the Chiefs. The only thing is that they can go on long drives and mm. really sort of control uh, time of possession, sort of really slow the game down. I think that's that is a route that I can see them sort of edging them out here if they can just you know give the Chiefs as few possessions as possible. Yeah. The defense gets a couple of stops in there, and you know they do just enough on offense to win it. So, I, if this was in Baltimore, I would really fancy the Ravens to pull off an upset. But I think at Kansas City, I think the Chiefs will win it. Yes, I think they will. But it should be a good game. Yeah, yeah and obviously Jackson is a one-two running attack. Yeah, I think they're they're really fun, and yeah, Edwards. I don't know where he's come from, but. Yeah, they've uh, seemed to have found something there with him, haven't they? And they've sort of been struggling for uh, running backs, haven't they, for a few years? And yeah, maybe yeah, they found. Alex Collins has been your number one. That's a that is a problem. Um, yeah, and Forsett uh, wasn't it before that? And he was yeah. never. He's quite a sort of bog standard running back, wasn't he, in the league? And he was there, uh, one of their sort of key offensive players for a few years, taking, which was odd. Just been taking guys that the Seahawks let go. I'm surprised Christian Michael hasn't <laughs> appeared. <laughs> um, the Ravens have the number one ranked defense, though, uh, in total yards allowed per game. So. This could be closer than... The Chiefs haven't blown out as many teams recently. No, and obviously all the off-the-field drama yeah. can catch up with these teams sometimes. It could be, well, not just a little distraction. This is going to be a big distraction. So, I mean, I don't think it's one of those games where you can write off the Ravens at all, but no. it's hard to pick them, I think, going yeah. into Kansas City. But, yeah, I don't think it's... I don't think it would be a... Well, I feel like I say this all the time, like there wouldn't be a massive shock. I feel like it's almost a catchphrase in these when we do these uh, previews. But yeah, I feel like it wouldn't be a massive shock if the Ravens come out of this with a win. Well, they're seven and five currently, um, holding on to that sixth spot. So they're, they're probably the best team of all the teams fighting for it. You've got well, the Titans, Broncos, Colts, and Dolphins all six and six. Bengals at four and uh, five and seven. 
Ravens are better than all those, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you'd say so. Yeah, it's a tough one. Mm. It's going to be a really interesting game, this one. Um, Colts versus Texans next. It's in Houston. The Colts' performance this week spooked me. Spooked me a lot. Yeah. They were not good. I feel like I've been always like the number one fan the last (laughs) few weeks. But, yeah, that was not great. And... It was just every every facet of the team was not performing, and if the Jags had any sort of semblance of a real offense, they could have put some real points on the Colts. But Maybe. I think that defense did play well last week. In fairness to them, I think they did yeah. do well, and I, I think that is one thing the Colts have got this season that they haven't had. Well, for as long as I can remember, really, they have got a defense there that can do stuff and win them a game. But they're going to yeah. face a real offense this week. Yeah, it's quite an interesting one. And if say the, Jack, the Colts had uh, beaten that Jags team, if, if that week hadn't happened, this would be probably one of the most exciting games of the week. Really, yeah, we'd be looking at this as this could be a real good game. So yeah, if it was seven or five I, against nine and three, that would be really interesting. Yeah, I sort of hope that last week was just a one of those weeks for the Colts where just a down week and mm. they can get it back here. But yeah, it's a good Texas uh, defense and a good offense. So oh, this this could be. A, a, like a fantastic game, but if that Colts team from last week turns up, then yeah, put it to what <laughs> yeah. nine games would it be for the Texans then? Uh, nine, nine games in a row, three, ten. Yeah, ten, games, yeah, ten games, in games in a row. So, does DeAndre Hopkins get the credit he deserves, or would he be more nationally lauded if he played for a Saints or a Patriots or a Chiefs or anyone like that? I, I think he would, but just because obviously the Texans are one of like, the newer franchise, aren't they? I don't think they've got yeah. that. They've got the fan base, I guess, to really sort of. Because he like, makes catches so. that I've not seen other players make. He's a weird player, isn't he? Because I don't think he's the most. Like he's not the fastest. He's not the biggest. He's not. No, he, he, he has an explosiveness about him that I yeah, don't think any other receivers have. His hands are just unbelievable, aren't they? And yeah. I guess maybe Beckham is the other one up there with him in terms of wide yeah. receivers, but his hands are just unbelievable and. I think he makes Deshaun Watson look maybe a little better than he is. Yes. Like, that's, I don't want to be harsh on Watson, but I think uh, without Hopkins, that maybe he wouldn't look quite as good or be sort of quite so lauded as he is. But yeah, Hopkins is so good, and I don't know if he's underrated or not because I think there are people out there that would have him as number one wide receiver in the league. So yeah, true. It, it, it's hard to have him underrated, but yeah, he is superb and. I think he's more forgettable than some of the others, isn't he? I think he's sort of more just gets on with his job and does it without. You don't hear about him much no, there's between no, the games. Yeah, there's nothing ever comes out about him, is it? He's just on the field, he's superb, and that's it. He comes in, does his job, goes home. Yeah, and I, I, maybe that's a bit more to do with it than anything. Like you obviously Beckham, he's in, he's in the news <laughs> all the time, and Michael Thomas seems to have like some sort of Twitter or Instagram spat every week, so he's sort of. Yeah. I see uh, little stuff about him all the time, and sort of same with some of the others, isn't it? And Antonio Brown's got a presence offline as well. Yeah, <laughs> the field. Yeah, he, he does about eight hundred Instagram stories in the gym a day. <laughs> so yeah, if you like seeing someone running on a treadmill, then give uh, Antonio Brown a follow. Four and eight Falcons travel to four seven and one Packers in a game that should be much better than it's probably going to be. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's um. If you would. Uh, said that at the start of the season this would be quite a forgettable game of one I mean if you didn't see it it wouldn't really be a big deal would it you would be you'd think you were crazy but yeah yeah. who at this stage who really cares 
this is a nothing game between two teams that are going to be picking sort of in the top half of the draft, and that's about it, really, isn't it? There's not much. Yeah, I've got Matt Ryan as my fantasy quarterback, and they were appalling last week against the Ravens. He did yeah. nothing. Um, he had he finished with seven points. He was on minus one point with like three minutes to go. <laughs> yeah, and Julio was shut down. I think he had like three fantasy points. Yeah, and, yeah. There is their offense. They've got no running game at all. No, and yeah, I think people underrated uh, Devontae Freeman a little. I think mm. I think they thought he was just a just a, a, a decent running back and a good offense. Where I think he's probably better than that. I think he is one of the better running backs in the league. Yeah, he's powerful but quick as well. Yeah, and I think a lot of people thought Tevin Coleman could sort of just come in and take over from him, but I think he's that classic. <laughs> I think he's that classic change of pace, a really good change of pace running back, Tevin Coleman, more than a yeah. Your, your sort of first first choice every down back. I think he sort of struggles when he's in that role. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Um, who are you picking to win this one? It's in Green Bay. Does that give them the edge? <sighs> oh, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> It's I two guess I go for Green Bay. Two great receivers against two defenses that don't really play football. Yeah, I guess I go Green Bay. I think the <laughs> I think the best hope we got here is that both offenses turn up. Like yeah. the Packers are sort of rejuvenated up without McCarthy there, and mm. we just get some sort of shootout. But yeah, that, I think goes off. I think that's all that really matters in this game. If it's not a shootout, then don't show me any of it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Just, yeah, just <laughs> delete it off. Just get rid of that feed <laughs> off the screen. <laughs> Um, Panthers have a chance to rewrite uh, the ship. Um, they travel to Cleveland, four um, seven and one. Cleveland Browns six to six. The Panthers, they've got to win this to stand to keep their heads above water, haven't they? Well, if if they lose this, they're done, aren't they? And yeah. Well, if they lose this, then is that the end of Ron Rivera? Maybe there's talk that he could go. And could see a lot of changes this year. Yeah, this it felt like there was almost heading for a quite a boring off season in terms of coaching changes, but. I think the end of the season, sort of, there's a few teams out there that could, it's a few big teams as well that could be making changes. Yeah. Oh, I think I think they could move on if if they, especially if they lose this one, then I can't see them making it in because the best they're going to do, you'd think, with the Saints is split them games, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I can't see the them beating them both. Easily lose both of them. Yeah, and oh, I don't know. Yeah, this is. This is absolute must win for the Panthers for me. Yeah, and I think, I think yeah, I think they will, but I think we said that before the game last week that you think we think they will, but <laughs> I mean how it's hard to be too confident in any team on a four game losing streak, isn't it? You can't They've just lost to the Bucks. Yeah. And <laughs> if you lose to the Bucks you can lose to anyone really, can't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, I I mean it it's not that hard to imagine Mayfield having a good game against his Panthers defense and no, not at all. taking it away from him. So who knows? But yeah, this is yeah, this is absolute must win for the Panthers. Which yeah. three four weeks ago, I never would have believed that. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, next up, the Denver Broncos travel to San Francisco. Uh, this should be a walking part for the Broncos. The Niners are the worst team in the league. Yeah, and. Nick Go Niners somehow got 400 yards passing, I think, just because we play a lot of bend-don't-break defence. Um, yeah. They were going up and down the field, but there is nothing there to get excited about. I think that's sort of almost like the proof that sort of passing yards is a terrible stat, really, isn't it? That... Yeah, you can't grade quarterbacks on how many yards they get. Yeah, because... Wilson, yeah, when but... he's at half-time, Wilson had completed six passes and thrown three touchdowns in those four completions. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I like stats like that. I like yeah. it when they're... Like that, but 
Yeah, the the Broncos coming to this is one of like the hotter teams in the league, don't they? They are yeah. on a real run, and Philip Lindsay just seems to score two touchdowns every week. Yeah, he just just runs through defenses at will. He's he's been amazing this season. Yeah, and, uh, they're six and six, and it's gonna they're gonna struggle to. Well, they they could make the wild card, but they're in a really tough division, unfortunately for them. They are, but they've got very winnable games coming in. I don't, if the if the Ravens slip up a bit, yeah. they've got a chance. Who have they got? Uh, the Ravens are playing a rookie quarterback, so it's it's definitely not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, the, the Ravens slip up, the Colts sort of slip up another lose another game. Broncos have got the Niners, Browns, Raiders. That should be three wins. Yeah, and finish with the Chargers, which the Chargers could have nothing to play for at that point. Yeah, this this could they could they could easily get in as a six, and yeah. they're a dangerous team. They got a good defense, although. Yeah. Um, Chris Harris uh, broke his leg, didn't he? And yeah, that's he's going to be out. So that's a big loss for them. But yeah, good defense. Obviously, a good run game. And that's you know, we've seen football, yeah, we've seen Case Keenum can do enough. Yeah, they've got a yeah. playoff team, kind of just having to get through the regular season and make it there. Yeah, they are. They're a very interesting team right now. Which I don't know. Three weeks ago, didn't really seem the case. But yeah, no, right now they are. We that Vance Joseph could be out the door. Well, I, I had already. Fired him basically. I thought he was gone. <laughs> I thought there was no chance the, uh, that he was coaching the Broncos actually. Where now it almost feels like it'd be an upset if he did go. <laughs> On the other side of the board, does, um, does Shanahan get a pass for all of this? Because that, they they did nothing. They got a lot of yards, but they got a lot of yards on screen passes, which the Seahawks have historically never been able to stop. That was I, all I, they were playing. I think they do. I, I think the offense has been, considering all the stuff that's gone. On with that offense. Yeah. I think the offense has been okay. Do you know I mean they've lost their off-season free agent running back signing, mm-hmm. their big quarterback signing? I know he was sort of halfway through last season, wasn't he? But yeah. that's effectively, it's a new signing for them. Lost both of them, and I think we said last week that I don't think they'd have been that much better. But oh, I still think Shanahan is a an amazing head coach and or amazing yeah. offensive coach. Anyway, still don't quite know about head coach, but. As an offensive coach, I think he's as good as there is, really. And, yeah, I would trust him. And especially next year, another year, another few pieces then. I think they can be good. But, yeah, it's yeah. right now that team is just dreadful, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. I've seen them and the Raiders uh, up close and personal this year, and they're worse than the Raiders. Um, wow, that's harsh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> harsh on anyone. Nobody deserves that, do they? <laughs> Uh, Bengals travel to Chargers next. Uh, just looking at the stats for the Chargers, they do everything really well. Every part, every facet of the game, they do really well. Even special teams these days. Yeah, and that's what it feels like when you look at them, uh, when you watch them, isn't it? That they are just a team that does everything well, but they're not they... outstanding at any point part of it. They're like eighth for pretty much every sort of uh, statistical thing you can measure. But that's and a that's good a tough team to, be. to beat. Yeah, that's a tough team to beat, isn't it? When it's like that. Yeah. Um, the Bengals, on the other hand, have a thirty-second ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah, that's dreadful. <laughs> they got Hugh in to help, haven't they? <laughs> that's so. helped. I'm sure that's gone down in the past couple of weeks. The weird thing is, though, I don't actually think hiring like an offensive coach to come in and help the defense is the worst idea in the world. Because well, no, this I mean, is how I would beat you. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. That's so. Like, I think if you took away from Hugh, I don't think it's actually the worst thing in the world to hire like <laughs> an offensive coordinator to come in and go. Well, this is yeah. If I was planning against this team, then I would do this, and then they could fix that. But yeah, yeah. I think just because it's Hugh, I mean, <laughs> that is dreadful, isn't it? And 
Yeah, this team is just so bad right now. It's... Yeah, AJ Green on the shelf for the season now. Yeah, this is... It's all on Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon to make any sort of offence. Hopeless, isn't it, basically? It's... Yeah. But again, they've got some good players there. Like them two players you mentioned are good young players. Yeah. And AJ Green back next year and probably Andy Dalton and maybe Ithut for three games or so before yeah, he gets Moss, another injury. Never... Well, yeah. As soon as Marvin leaves, John Moss is going to explode probably. Yeah, they feel like a team that can sort of if they get a good coach in next year, then maybe they can turn things around pretty quickly or whatever turn saw, things what, around. Was because it three it, years ago, yeah, they, they won the their division and they were looking really good, and they only only adult and injury cost them in the playoffs. Yeah, they feel like a team that if things go right for them and they make some good signings in the off season and make yeah. some good draft picks, and they can be right there next season with the right coaching, but. Yeah, right now, it feels a long way from that, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, talk that Hugh Jackson could be in the running for that job. Don't do it. Does not give you any confidence they're going to get a good coach in, does it really? Oh, God, no, don't do that. Anyone but Hugh. Um, yeah. Chargers win that easy. Lions at Cardinals. This is a tough one, because the Cardinals are only one game behind the Lions. Yeah, this is... This is a game, I'm going to be honest, I don't care about. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean... The Cardinals are still in the running for the top pick, aren't they? But yeah, yeah, this is, oh, yeah, this is not, this is not a great game, is it? No, this is. I feel like this is the one. Actually, the late games aren't that great on the whole, are they? This uh, this week, they're nine o'clock games. There's a lot of no. Obviously, bad which one's going to be on Sky is going to be Eagles at Cowboys because NFC East. Yeah, but you've got pretty much all the teams at the top of the draft next season are playing at the, in the 9 o'clock slot. Oh, yeah. So 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders. Yeah, um, this is yeah, this isn't the best uh, best scheduled week, I wouldn't say. No. Um who wins and do we care? Lions and Cardinals. I think I think I think the Cardinals the defense could do enough to win it for them, so I guess I'll pick them, but oh, yeah, who cares really? Making a late run to knock themselves out of top 3 <laughs> picking position. If, if, if you haven't got Golladay or maybe David Johnson in your fantasy team, then I don't know why you'd have any interest in watching it. <laughs> really. Um, Steelers at Raiders. This should be a walk in the park for the Steelers. This should be all the points going their way. Um, last time they met, it was 38-35 to the Steelers, but that was three years ago when the Raiders were a team. Yeah. this 2-10 and ten Raiders are currently. But then how many times have we seen... Well, and we, we had a question that we forgot to ask about, actually. It was about... Um, Mike Tomlin, wasn't it? Um, I can't uh, remember. Yes. <laughs> um, but oh, how, how, many, how many more ways can Mike Tomlin make them shambles? <laughs> yeah. So, and how many times have we seen over the years that Steelers go to a team like the Raiders, play mm. absolutely dreadfully, and somehow lose these games? This is the Raiders so, team that scored thirty-three points on the Chiefs last week and was only uh, beaten by seven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not ruling them out just on the. <laughs> Mike Tomlin team playing down to their opposition, no, it's, but it's historically, what they do. Yeah, this should be. It's say this should be so easy for the uh, Steelers, but who knows with them? But yeah, <laughs> especially after this week, giving away that big lead to the Chargers was yeah. such a bag. They were really in the running for a bye, weren't they? And yeah. Now, yeah, it's that's tough. Yeah. To lose now, isn't it? Yeah, and it happens every year, doesn't it? They Steelers just lose these games and. Also, they're playing an extra game. They've got to go on the road to the Chiefs or the Patriots probably now. And... Yeah, and that's where they fall apart. <sighs> yeah, and <laughs> it comes down to losing these games. These yeah. stupid games to the Raiders and giving up leads. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this should be an easy Steelers win, but I'm going to pick the Raiders. 
Uh, next up, we get the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the Dallas Cowboys. Six and six plus seven and five. Uh, the Eagles won, didn't they, Monday night? Yeah. Yeah, 13 a... over Washington Redskins. And that, again, keeps them in that run-in. Even, even for the uh, wild card spot. Like, <laughs> it, I think last week we wrote them off, didn't we? But yeah. they, they win this. I don't think oh, I'm picking the Cowboys here, just right. sort of ahead of that. But if they do win the Eagles, well... They go to the top of the division, don't they? They'd go above the Cowboys. Would they on the tiebreaker? Uh, I think. Have they, have they on played yet? I can't think what the score was in that. I'm just sort of assuming the Eagles won, but <laughs> I don't actually know. Back when the Cowboys didn't win games. Um, yeah. They played on the... Oh, the Cowboys won 27-20. Oh, so I don't know how it would break no, out. No, then. No, the then. <laughs> but they win this game. All of a sudden, they're both at 7-5, and five, and that division's wide open. Yeah. The Cowboys win, and I think you can put them in the playoffs now, but or on Monday morning. But yeah, this is this is a big game, really, for the NFC playoffs. It is, yeah. The Eagles have got the Rams and the Texans after this. That's yeah, feasibly they need, two losses. Yeah, they they need to win this one, don't they, to keep themselves in the running? Yeah, um, yeah. They lose this, and they are definitely gone. Win it, and then all of a sudden, it's very interesting that NFC East. Yeah, I'd, I'd as a Seahawks fan, I'd, I'd fancy any team out of the west, uh, out of the east, to play in a wild card weekend. I'd happily take any of them. Like, yeah, I think the Cowboys just because they have got that defense there. Mm. I think they've got a defense that can at least slow down some of these good offenses, and then and got the you switch. know, yeah. So I think they're they're not necessarily a team I would love to play, but yeah, I mean. You're playing playoff football. You're going to play a tough team. So, yeah, yeah whoever comes out of this isn't going to be the worst case scenario, is it? No. Sunday night football. LA Rams travel to the Chicago Bears. Um, this should be a fun one. The Bears have got a defense that can slow down that Rams offense. Yeah, and um, say so we definitely don't know at this stage of the week whether we get Trubisky, but I think they need him back. Yeah, Chase Daniel was not. Um, I mean, he orchestrated a comeback, but. Tariq Cohen threw a touchdown in that game. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think... With Trubisky, I'd give him a chance. Without him, I think the Rams... Especially now, with the Saints losing last week, the one seed's theirs to lose, I think. Yeah. I think they're going to stamp their authority on this team. But I say, this Bears defence can keep them in any game, can't they? Yeah. So, yeah, this is a really interesting one. It's always good when you get sort of... like top offence versus top defence or one of the top offences anyway don't mm. you it's always good and I imagine historically the offence has won their games on the whole yeah they're currently ranking second in offence uh, fourth in passing fourth in rushing the Rams um, defensive wise the, the Bears is the fourth in the league so yeah this yeah this is a really interesting one and yeah one I'm really looking forward to but I would pick the Rams. Yeah, I'd pick the Rams with or without Trubisky, but without him, I think I'd feel very strongly for the Rams. With Trubisky, I'm taking the Bears. He's got to play this week. Chase Daniel was a a bit of a disaster. I can't can't, can't pick the Rams. (laughs) It goes against my principles. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) And finish off with Monday Night Football. The Vikings travel to Seattle. 6-5-1 Vikings and a 7-5 Seahawks. Um, Obviously, I'm picking the Seahawks, but I think we've found a way to win in a way that's... uh, it works. Just limit limit the amount of passes, just make sensible passes and run the ball the rest of the time. 
I, I keep thinking the Vikings are going to come good, mm. and they yeah. just don't, do they? It's Ten there's so much about good. yeah, there's so much about that team I like, but they just don't seem to be there this year for whatever reason. And yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pick the Vikings this week. They're yeah, I keep thinking they're going to come out of it and they're going to be the ones to emerge, but yeah. it's getting too late in the season now. And yeah, I think the Seahawks are on a roll. And yeah, I think they carry on that role this week. Michael Kendricks returns to the team as well. He's back from suspension. Nice. Um, That's a nice addition. Yeah, he let his brother play for the Vikings as well, doesn't he? So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- Put Kendricks back next to Bobby Wagner and hopefully KJ Wright's back as well. Then that's a, a pretty solid linebacking core to shore up that defence. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to see Hawks win this, and not so many the um, the Vikings do. Yeah, we've got I a think, pretty good record Monday Night Football um, at home as well. We don't tend to lose those games. Yeah, this is everything says Seahawks win. I, I think when you've got the players that the Vikings have got on offense and defense, then they can win any game, can't they? Of course. So I don't think it's one of them games where it's completely out of it. But yeah, I think everything you see tells you to go for a Seahawks win, really, doesn't it? Yes, definitely for me. <laughs> yeah, so for me. That is our previews done. We've, we've gone longer than I thought we would this week. We're Aaron, Aaron 20 already. So um, let's wrap this up before people get too bored of our voices. <laughs> <laughs> How could they get bored of our voices? Oh, Come man, on. You should be loving this. But, um, where can Bonus we... content. <laughs> exactly. Where can people find us on uh, social media, Dave? Uh, so on Facebook, we're first and 10. And then uh, on Twitter, we're at first and 10 underscore. And you can search for us uh, first and ten on any sort of device or uh, program that plays podcasts. Basically, we're across everything, pretty much. Um, I think we're on Spotify. Yes, we are. We're on iTunes, obviously. You can get us from our hosting site, which is uh, Podomatic, which has its issues in the back end. But uh, for the people that uh, get the podcast, it, it seems to work fine. So, yeah. yeah. And review. Yeah, we're not doing the competition at the moment, but... We will have more competitions coming up, so you know, make sure you go on and like the Facebook page and mm. follow us on Twitter and all that stuff, and you know, keep the reviews coming in. And my friend Adam has given us a lot of, um, or given me a lot of ideas for things we can do in the off season as well. So I've got some stuff no. in the works for po- uh, off season yeah. podcasts. Okay, I'm I'm happy to hear any suggestions people have got as well. So yeah, <laughs> let's got... know what you want to hear. Let's do when the season finishes. We're quickly approaching the end of the season, annoyingly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of weeks in the off season, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. When it's only a seven, yeah, a seventeen week season doesn't uh, doesn't give you a lot of content for a year's worth of podcasting. <laughs> no, but I've got some ideas, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you what you yeah. like us to do as well in the off season. So hit us up on our social medias. Um, if you can't find those for some reason, then you can find Dave on Twitter at. Um, uh, I'm at djg23. There you go, and you can find me on Twitter at rossbell1984. Always open to any ideas. And we'd like to have some guests on as well, so if there's any people that you'd like to kind of point us in the direction of, we are not afraid to contact anyone to see if they'll come on the show and talk football with us, so let us know as well. So if your cousin's cousin's with Odell Beckham or something, then put us in touch. I mean, yeah, you You really should be talking to us, if that's the the case. Yeah, of course, or, you know, your your mum's friend's son or whatever is Andrew Luck or... (laughs) Whoever it is, then yeah, let us know. There you get, go. get them on for us. Yeah, let us know um, if you're related to Andrew Waller. <laughs> yeah. But that is and all... even if you're not, just make it up if you want. I'm yeah, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll still try to make that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, that is all from us this week. So it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Dave. See you later. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>